Hello and welcome to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, and I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am currently outside soaking up all of the vitamin D while I can get it. I actually brought my standing desk out here and I'm in the sun because why not? I usually record in the mornings, but today just got really crazy. So it's during prime time vitamin D absorption. And I was like, I'm just going to bring my standing desk outside because why the heck not? I am always looking to get vitamin D when I can, especially because up here, you know, in higher latitude, we're in New York, upstate or central New York, not the city. Most people only think of New York as a city. We have lots of farmland. A few hours north, we've got lots of mountains. This is far from the city, trust me. But anyways, up here in this northern latitude, really anything above Virginia uh, and across, um, we any of those states do not absorb a vitamin D past October. So October to March, April-ish, you're not really absorbing vitamin D. And most people aren't even getting outside during that time, which I something I don't recommend. Even though it's cold, we still have to be getting outside and regulating our circadian rhythms. But anyways, I'm soaking it all in while I absolutely can. And so that is why I'm out here right now. And it is just so peaceful. And it's nice because it's not super hot. So I'm still able to stand here comfortably and not sweat my butt off because there has definitely been times in the past few weeks where it's just been unbearably hot where it's not even fun to be outside but now it's kind of getting more to moderate weather but anyways I am so excited to bring in you guys this week's episode so I haven't really gotten into the nitty-gritty of hormone stuff quite yet I've kind of been dabbling in it with all these other episodes and I know that we have quite a wide variety of people who listen to the podcast but I have gotten lots of questions on, um, you know, my journey and, you know, I get a lot of questions on the pill because I've been very open about sharing my journey. And so I do want to talk about why I stopped using birth control a few years ago and why this journey was incredibly empowering for me, how it led me to more of holistic nutrition and holistic lifestyle that I might have who knows if I ever would have found it if it wasn't for my own personal healing journey. So that's kind of what I want to dive into today. I want to talk about why why the pill wasn't serving me, how it was only hurting me, and how I'm still living my life every day trying to, to detox and reboost things that I were depleted from the pill or, you know, because so many people go on the pill thinking that it's going to fix their whatever hormones issues they're having. So that's not the case because it's not fixing anything. It's just kind of temporarily masking. And then you still have to deal with it when you get off. So most people, you know, are put on their, on the pill in their early teens. I know friends that were on it, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old. We couldn't even drive a car yet, but we could take a birth control pill. And, you know, we're put on it because at these early ages, um, in your teens, your body's still trying to figure out what your period looks like. So as a young girl, your period can kind of suck. It can be heavy and it can, you can have cramps because your body is still kind of trying to figure everything out. So although I always say that these period symptoms aren't normal, when you're first getting into what like cycling and puberty, those type of symptoms are, 
are more normal because your body's still trying to figure things out. But physicians can be very quick to just put people on a birth control pill because it's just easier. And it's, it's unfortunate because it's not allowing their bodies to actually figure out what normal looks like. And then it puts them really behind down the road or girls are go to their dermatologist for acne because no girl, whether your age wants acne. And so the pill is apparently, you know, sold to be this magical anti-acne medication, which is in my case, what what I was told the pill would do for me is that I, you know, I, my face was never horribly broken out, but I would get, I would get cyst, cystic acne once in a while. And it, it wasn't all the time. It was once in a while and it would hurt and it would really only be on my chin, like one or two. And then I went to college and I'm sure my lifestyle factors not get any better. I was definitely drinking more. I was definitely eating a lot more unhealthy I was sleeping a lot less, um, and, you know, that made my acne flare up even worse. So then, you know, I started going to a dermatologist. She started giving me topical. She started putting me on an antibiotic, and surprise, surprise, it did not get any better. So, you know, I would get injections and assists, you know, of anti-inflammatory, like, what were they, cortisone shots kind of into these cysts to help them go down, and I was just kind of at my wit's end because it was just... I, I didn't have the luxury of doing that when I was at school and, and it's just annoying. No, I did not want to deal with that as nobody should have to. So, you know, I asked her, I said, is there anything else I can do? I said, is there anything I can do diet wise? Is there anything I can do lifestyle wise? And she's like, Oh no, 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 like nothing. And I was like, okay, that makes no sense, but all right. And then, you know, I said, you know, what about the birth control pill? And she's like, Oh yeah, you should 100% do that. She said, if you go on the birth control pill, I bet I'll never see you again because your skin's going to be so clear. And I was like, okay, that's literally all you needed to tell me. So I sprinted to the OB to get a script for birth control. Meanwhile, it's only for this really kind of inconsistent acne that I'm having. I didn't really have bad periods. I never got cramping. None of this was hormonal wise that I, none of this was like PMS wise that I was seeking other than um, cystic acne. So I go to my OB. She's like so excited to put me on. She's like, oh, this one's phenomenal for acne. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, and it just, whatever. So I go on, I'm okay for a few weeks. I go back to school and my skin is just freaking out worse than it ever has ever. So, you know, I called her and I'm like, and I say, you know, my skin is, if anything, way worse than it was before. And I've been on it for over a few, like, I think it was one, two months. And I don't like the way I feel. I feel a lot more anxious. I just don't like it. And she's like, oh, okay, don't worry. We'll just put you on a better one for acne. And I said, I thought that you said that this one was a great one for acne. Really personalized medicine I was getting, as you can tell, but not better, <laughs> not better. But I was just so annoyed. And so she put me on another one. I started to do okay. And then you can hear my wind chimes in the background. I just love being outside. But anyways, so, you know, a few months had went by. I was doing okay and didn't really notice any breakouts. So I was happy. I didn't really notice any other symptoms otherwise. But then we had went to Florida for our softball trip. We would do like a spring training every year. And so I started taking this new form of birth control. I believe it was end of September, October. And by the time we went there in... February, I believe it was so weird. I went out in the sun and it all of a sudden looks like I had a mustache. And I was like, this is so weird. I've never had this before. 
ever. And I did not get that on the original pill. I got this on the second one um, because I was still outside all the time when I was put on the original one. And so I did a little bit of research and come to find out it is melasma. And um, this kind of will go down the whole sector of how the pill just torched my liver in just months of taking it. Um, Otherwise, like things were okay, but melasma kind of appears because of hormonal imbalances and liver stagnation and just issues with liver being able to clear things. So you'll get darkening on parts of your skin because your melanocytes are producing more pigmentation. Um, for what reason? I, I, I wouldn't think that things would produce more pigment when like the liver and stuff is stagnated and kind of held down, but apparently that's what happens. And so that was kind of my first sign that this isn't really that great. But anyways, I, I persisted and I would just like cover it up and you know, live my life and continue on the pill. And then I got to chiropractic school and I remember we were sitting in biochemistry class and we were talking all about all these metabolic pathways and all of these different nutrient depletions that can come from, you know, certain things. Cause we're learning about like Krebs cycle and glycolysis and advanced glycation and, you know, lipid peroxidation, all of these different metabolic pathways, right? That probably mean absolutely nothing to you, but it's what your body's doing every single day. But anyways, we're learning about all these things. And all of a sudden, you know, she's like, oh yeah, you know, and this is where birth control fits in. And you see where all these B vitamins go in? Well, birth control depletes all of that. And I was like, really? And she's talking about all these depletions that come from you know, and, and then as we're learning about this, we're learning about how key, you know, all B vitamins are for energy and for metabolize, metabolism and clearing things out of the body. And I'm like, well, if birth control is depleting these things, then, you know, like this doesn't even make any sense. So I just want to quickly go through uh, some side effects of birth control that I was never told going on. And so a huge also problem I have around birth control is the l- extreme lack of informed consent that comes with it. It's given out like candy and we aren't told the risks and the benefits of treatment, which that's what informed consent is. Whenever I go to adjust anybody or whenever I go to treat them or give them a protocol, I say, these are the risks and benefits of, of what I'm planning on doing. If I'm, if I'm adjusting somebody, I say, these are the risks and benefits, you know, whatever, whatever. If I'm doing muscle work, you know, there might be some soreness, but this is a benefit, you know. Whether No matter what it is, I give the risk and benefit. And that's just proper informed consent. And that's just what we were taught. And that's not what I got when I went on birth control. So let me just give you some really, really brief but well-known side effects of oral contraceptives. So oral contraceptives are known and studied to cause depression, anxiety, decrease in libido, increase in yeast infections, nutritional deficiencies such as B vitamins, zinc, selenium, magnesium is a heavy hitter, vitamin C and vitamin E, all of which are very important for skin health and reproduction. By the way, um, they're prone to cause uh, migraines. They're also known to decrease and suppress thyroid function. They are known to cause autoimmune diseases as well as endometriosis They um, can also increase the risk of reproductive cancer, such as breast cancer, ovarian, um, and they can also increase the risk of pulmonary embolisms and clots, as well as when you go off the pill, delay infertility or cause infertility. So, yeah, all things that people, a lot of people experience, and it's really sad because 
I was never, I was never told, you know, Hey, this is going to be depleting you of X, Y, Z. Please make sure that you get this in a supplement or make sure you're eating these foods. Not once brought up, Hey, this might cause some leaky gut. So making sure that you're do this, 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 Hey, when you go off this one day, we just want to let you you know that you might have issues conceiving, or you might have issues getting your cycle back. Nothing. And you want to know why is because when they study oral contraceptives, they do so in elite populations in girls who are young and have literally zero underlying hormonal issues going on. They don't have heavy periods before they go on. They don't have issues with their thyroid. They don't have acne. They don't have, they are like the cream of the crop people that study. So when they do go off birth control, they regain their period right away. They go back to normal. They, I'm sure, have deficiencies and stuff still, but so that's why there's such this thing when you go off birth control, there's so many issues, which kind of now I'm going to circle back to where I was, which is finding out how horrible it this was and how it was not serving me because I did notice a huge increase in my anxiety and oh my gosh, like I know I'm a very type A person, but the test anxiety that I was receiving or that I was experiencing during this time when I was still on the pill and going through these rigorous scholastic things like with, te- Oh my gosh, it was horrible. Like the test anxiety, my heart would beat out of my chest. I'd look at my watch and my watch would be like 160 beats per minute. Just my anxiety. And I never had had anything like that before. But when you look at all these things that are deficient, B vitamins, selenium, vitamin C, zinc, magnesium, all of these things needed to keep your body nice and zen and so you can produce hormones like progesterone that cools you out well you're not producing progesterone when you're on the pill because the pill is ceasing ovulation and it is decreasing and shutting down production of progesterone which is progesterone is your feel-good hormone it's like your anti-anxiety your zen your cool hormone that's why realistically we shouldn't really be having these pms symptoms because that's because progesterone towards the end of your cycle should be kind of leveling you out and it should be like cool, calm and collective. But the pre the reason that people experience things like that is because estrogen is out of balance in terms of progesterone. So estrogen is running the show, which is kind of making us more on edge, nasty, snippy stuff like that. So, um, so I went off the pill, uh, December of 2016 Yep, 2016, and it took a while to regain my cycle. I I remember I went off. I just finished the pack, um, and I did not regain my cycle until April. But I felt amazing. I felt this huge burden off of. I, I felt so much less anxiety. I felt so much more able to be strong and resilient and handle all the stress that I was going through at chiropractic school. Which this was perfect timing because. I was going through a lot of stress. I found out that as soon as I got off birth control that my mom was diagnosed with colon cancer. I had part one of boards coming up. I also had my hardest trimester in chiropractic school with fifth try, which is getting you ready for clinicals, bone and joint, which is hardcore x-ray reading. And it's, it's, it's just, it was a very rigorous trimester. So I can't even imagine if I wasn't resilient and if I didn't start getting my hormones and nutrient deficiencies in check, like how, how I would have managed, I would have crumbled. And I, I almost had, I had multiple meltdowns anyway. So I can't imagine if I didn't do that. Um, so 
I, I just really was supporting my body. And, you know, none of this is medical advice. And if you're going off the pill, you know, please definitely consult with somebody. Um, I do a ton of work with people who are coming off the pill, but I just am here sharing my story with you. So when I went off the pill, I really wanted to heal my body and I did not want to take other things to heal my body. I wanted, I wanted to heal it through foods. I didn't want to take another pill. I didn't want to, I wanted to heal it all through as much stress-free lifestyle as I could and diet and personal care product swaps and, you know, decreasing toxins in my lifestyle, which has been a journey that's been going on forever. But, um, so I went off, I started eating kind of a little bit more higher fat, low carb diet, just because I was really trying to reset my insulin sensitivity because going off the pill, it can kind of, it can cause some wacky blood sugar. So I really wanted everything to be stable. I kind of limited gluten and I limited a lot of conventional dairy. I was doing a little bit of raw dairy at the time, but not a ton. Um, and I still do a little bit of raw dairy, but I think it's really important when you're in a healing phase to know that you might have to kind of cut things out that are, that could be inflammatory so that your body can go in and heal. And then you can reintroduce things and, and see how you feel. So I was doing just lots of like high quality protein, lots of high quality fat, um, lots of high quality, uh, vegetables, some fruits in there. I think I was doing, I, I don't, I can't remember how many grains I was doing, if any, but I was feeling great. I was, I was feeling a lot better. I, I didn't, I, I don't think I lost any weight, but I know that a lot of people who I do work with who go off the pill, they do lose a lot of more water weight and inflammation, especially right off the bat, because the pill does and can make you hold on to stuff like that. I also, uh, you know, throughout the month started to get more into herbs and tinctures and stuff like that. So I was taking a good homeopathy remedy that did, I feel like, help trigger my cycle a little bit. Um, I, w- I started to be very in tune with you know, stress in my life, managing my workouts, all that kind of stuff. And then fast forward to about five to six months off the pill, I thought I was kind of doing a good job. You know, I wasn't doing anything crazy intervention wise, but I was just kind of watching my diet and I had a huge androgen rebound. And what that means is about five to six months after the pill, your body's like, oh yeah, we can make hormones again. Awesome. So yeah, androgen rebound means that my testosterone was just going crazy. And what's crazy is testosterone says (laughs) testosterone can be converted to estrogen through uh, an aromatase enzyme. So that's how you can get more PMS type symptoms, which I don't remember really experiencing that, but I was getting tons of acne again. And I was like, oh, so discouraged because I did, I felt so much better, but it was like my body was purging all of this garbage out of my body. And so I kind of was still doing research at the time, trying to figure things out. And then in that fall, I had, I had found acupuncture, which was a huge part of this healing journey for my hormones. It was so great because acupuncture just helps get you into that parasympathetic rest and digest mode. It's so great for liver stagnation and liver cleansing and hormone balance and just rebalancing the body. I mean, I'm just such a huge fan of traditional Chinese medicine and Eastern medicine. I just think that that's amazing. So I had definitely gone on a really strict, uh, course of acupuncture treatment. I had been really religious with it for a while and I noticed it helped a ton. And at one point they put me on some uh, Chinese herbs, which were really helpful for me. Um, I'm not on that now and I don't go to acupuncture as frequently now, but it definitely was so, well, one, I don't have the luxury of it because it was right there. So I would be treated by colleagues, you know, going to the acupuncture school, which was phenomenal. So I'd go like every week, but 
you know, monetarily wise, I understand that that's not feasible for everybody. But if you can somehow loop acupuncture treatment into your post-birth control journey, it is something I totally would recommend. It's amazing. They're great. And it's just another great way to kind of just help the body heal itself. Uh, so that was a huge part of my journey. I started getting more into into like specific foods that I should be adding in, specific herbs, specific supplements. I was doing a lot of reading. So I had read uh, J- Dr. Jolene Brighton's Beyond the Pill. I had read uh, Fix Your Period. I, you know, I had started to kind of dabble into those, just doing a ton of research. But again, I'm still swamped with school. I'm still trying to get by, get good grades, pass boards, all that kind of stuff. So it really wasn't until you know, I had, I had obviously learned from my journey and then towards the end of school and after when I had all this time where I could really study what I wanted, did I really get into supporting my, myself, how I do now and, and helping now my current clients and patients support themselves during this time, because there are so many different things that we can do. And now looking back, there are so many different things that I wish that I, I did more of. And I wish that I was harder core on, but you know what you live and you learn. I'm here now. And so that was 2017. I started going to acupuncture. I graduated chiropractic school in 2019. So I had went for a while. <laughs> I had went for well over a year and a half. Um, you know, and during that time, you know, it only took a few months. Like once I started going to acupuncture, my acne and everything definitely cleared up more. Uh, all that stuff really kind of started to subside. And I think along with all my dietary intervention. And then throughout then, I have just really taken... I had really taken my whole environmental health seriously. I had started to clean out a lot of personal care products. So during that winter, uh, so 2018, the winter of 2018, 19, 18, 18, I had started using beauty counter products, which are amazing non-toxic, you know, personal care, skincare products. I um, really started to clean out, like I threw out all the candles in our house because just of how... these fragrances mimic estrogen and and now it's just so crazy nick said to me the other day he cannot even stand those fake smells because we don't realize how bad they are for us until we take them away and then you smell them again and they don't even smell good it's wild so you know we started to clean out things in our house we started to use better you know laundry detergent and soaps and you know, things to clean our house with and, you know, make it just really detoxing our environment, which just was a, a second huge part of what I did because, you know, you're putting your head on a pillow every night. Well, on that pillow is their fragrance from, you know, your laundry stuff. Well, maybe because you're breathing it in for eight hours or, you know, is the air in your house clean? Is the air around you clean? Is, you know, what are you using on your face? All these kind of things. So I started getting into all that and, you know, And now it kind of has just led me on this journey. And now I've just, you know, I've eventually cut out artificial sweeteners because I just found they were not serving me at all because they were just, they were kind of wreaking havoc on my gut. So now I just do products with you like monk fruit or stevia or something like that. And I find that they do a lot better. Um, If I do break out now, it is so much easily, more easily managed. I, I really, I know my triggers. I know that it's stress. I know that it's, if, you know, if I have too much sugar, which I don't usually, but you know, if I do, it's, I I can manage it a lot easier. So it does make me happy that what I'm experiencing, if I do experience anything now, it is so much better and my periods are much more regular. So it took about probably a good eight ish months of going to acupuncture, 
doing all my things to get more of a regular period. Cause I would be 36 days. I'd be 40. I'd be 32. I'd be 45. I was kind of, I was teetering on the irregular spectrum because I definitely think that I was experiencing post pill, uh, PCOS, which is in my opinion, kind of a diagnosis of exclusion just because there's so many different criteria that you can hit to still quote unquote have it. But nonetheless, I don't have it anymore because my periods are regular every month. I ovulate every month, which I know because I wear the Ava band. So it will confirm based on rising body temperatures, which is a good indication that you're making enough progesterone, which most people, like I said, are not. So it, is, it definitely feels good to know that I'm in a place where my hormones are supported. I, I'm, to- I'm in control of as much as I possibly can. We eat incredibly healthy. We eat lots of whole food. Um, I'm no longer, you know, I don't get hangry. My blood sugars are so much more stable, which newsflash is key to healing your hormones. Uh, your blood sugar and cortisol need to be in check before anything else is. And so throughout this journey, it's just kind of been pretty, pretty empowering and pretty wild. And, you know, when I had, when my OB had asked, you know, are you still on this birth control? I just politely said, nope, I'm not. I just didn't like the way that I felt. So I finished my pack and I was off and she just looked at me and she said, okay, great. Turned away. And she was retiring. So I just don't think that she really cared, but I do know that some ladies go through just some issues with their doctors on them fighting that they want to put them back on the pill or they have endometriosis. So their only option is the pill or they have PCOS and their only option is the pill. If our only option was ever a medication, doesn't that just make you go, hmm, doesn't it? I mean, so many of these hormone issues are driven by lifestyle things and the lifestyle things I am telling you do take time. They take time to heal. I've been healing and I feel like every day is a healing journey for me, but it is so unbelievably worth it to be like be in charge of my health and I know that I'm in control of what happens and and it just feels so amazing to not be reliant on anything. No birth control pill, nothing at all. It's amazing. So, but yeah, so that's kind of my, that's why I came off of the pill. And that is kind of my story with transitioning off and healing and going through all these alternative therapies and practices and herbs and food and using all that kind of stuff, non-toxic living, all that stuff was just huge. It's so hard to know what was the biggest part in my diet, but now it's so fun for me because a a really big part of my practice is helping people transition off of the pill and help support their bodies so that, you know, they don't experience the androgen rebound that I experience, or if they experience it, they experience it so much at a less, less amount. And, um, and the reason that I say that I, I'm still healing is because it can take your body up to 20 years to detox from medications, especially birth control pills. So yeah, I was only on it for a year uh, and I feel that I am definitely still detoxing. So uh, yeah, there's that. So yeah, I'm just literally supporting my body every day and it's so worth it. And I, I just, this journey has been incredibly empowering for me and it, I feel like it really totally has led me to where I am now working with people and I don't just work with people who want to balance their hormones. I work with people of all sorts, but I definitely felt, feel like I've attracted that type of population because girls are just sick of going to the OB and having one option and they're sick of 
you know, just having one a pill for every ill, whether it's painful periods or low thyroid symptoms or PCOS or endometriosis, all of which are kind of lifestyle and dis- dietary disease, not, not diseases, conditions, I should say, but totally manageable through diet and lifestyle. And is it as easy through diet and lifestyle? No, it's not. And it does take time. And that's the thing that most people don't want is most people don't want to put the grit and hard work into it. But like I said, it's 100% worth it. You're not relying on anything and you're actually getting to the root of why this was occurring in the first place, which the root, the root of why I think mine was occurring in the first place is because I think I had, I had issues with my gut. I think that's why I was breaking out. I think that's why it was worse when I went to college and my lifestyle was got worse. Uh, like I was saying, and you know, I, I remember being on antibiotics as a kid and not horribly, but you know, definitely didn't supplement like with a probiotic, like I know to do now. And so just all of these things, I just, that's where I think I was healing from. And that can take time. You know, it's gut health starts from when you're a kid. It starts from literally the moment that you are in the womb and then you come out of through the birth canal. That's when it starts. And if you don't come out through the birth control, that's where, you know, gut health issues can manifest. And that's why you just have to know those things so that you know that you just have to give yourself a little extra support. So, you know, if you are wondering on ways you can support yourself, I did an episode on gut health, which is episode number two. If you want to learn on how to kind of detox your environment, you can listen to episode number five, I believe it is five. Yeah, five. Um, I did a detox episode number four. I'm probably getting these all wrong because I really don't know now that I'm thinking about it. Um, But anyways, yeah, just go look at the past episodes. They're there. And um, yeah, but I'm more than always happy to help you guys about this. So if you are, if you have questions on where you're at, let me know. I can put some good resources of books that I've read. I can put some of those resources in the show notes and Definitely make sure you've checked out the other episodes so that you know how to support your liver, you know how to support your environmental health, you know how to support your gut, and there will definitely be more episodes like this kind of diving deeper, but I just figured to kind of kick it all off, sharing where I'm coming from this with my journey, because I know a lot of people can relate. I know a lot of people were put on the pill for for reasons other than that were not birth uh, control prevention, and, and I see that as a huge problem, huge problem. And we need to change that. And that's only going to change with education, empowerment, and coming together and just demanding better because, gosh, we need it. And that's why that's why I'm here. That's why I do all this, all of this. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would share this with a friend, put it on Instagram, write me a review. Seriously, the reviews are going to be key for helping get my podcast out on these platforms. So I just want to say thank you if you have been writing reviews or giving me five stars or and or both. So appreciated. Appreciate you guys so much. And I will check in with you guys next week. Woo! Hey.